doing, sports fans? Today is Tuesday, September 12th, and you are listening to the Betsy's Podcast. I'm Devin Walker, and I'm joined, of course, by my scintillating co-host, Ashley Pratt. What's up, guys? Week one loser coming at you live, but we're going to get into it. (laughs) That is correct. My week one combo stats of beers and wings obliterated the over. Aaron Rodgers goes down. The Cowboys look to be in midseason form. And of course, we hammered some live lines. So strap in, turn that volume dial up and pour yourself a stiff one because we cover all that and much more on a brand new episode of Betsy's right now. Uh, we are back with a brand new episode of the Betsy's podcast. That's right. It's week two leading up to week two. Week one. What a journey. We had some absolute shit football. Ashley went over. Uh, but this is about bouncing back. It's about resiliency. And it's about so much more. So uh, without further ado, let's hop right into this thing. For me, this was a week that was mostly about what New York football team sucks the most. Uh, none of them did well. And although you would think, obviously, it's the Giants. 40-point blowout loss looked embarrassing. All my Giants friends, of which there are at least six of, uh, had a tough time. And they did not look good. But I've got a hot take here, Ashley. I think the Giants bounce back. I am way more concerned with Aaron Rodgers going down and the Jets hopes of victory resting on the shoulders of a milf hunter uh, <laughs> what what are your thoughts there on uh who's the worst new york football team after week one yeah well you know i can't say i am all that surprised if we look at the jets track record it never seems to go right for them and getting aaron Rodgers was just too good to be true mm-hmm. i will say i don't know that I've completely lost faith in Zach Wilson. I think what he actually needed and what the Jets really needed was to get Zach Wilson in line. I actually don't know that they needed Aaron Rodgers as the answer. Is getting your starting job replaced by one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time enough of a kick in the ass? I don't know. Who's to say? I will say when I was watching preseason, I wanted to make fun of Zach Wilson so badly when he was in But the kid's quick. He's definitely making some mistakes. I don't know that he's QB1. I don't think the Jets are going to look to replace him. I think they are under the impression that they can get this done with Zach Wilson. They've got a stacked team, got a stacked defense. They've got weapons. I don't think they're the the worst New York team. I think the Giants are the worst New York team. And while I think they're going to bounce back, it's not going to be an easy road to recovery after that devastating blowout. I mean, that was embarrassing that was a spanking that was a you're just not showing up in any phase of the game special teams offense defense coaching the fans looked out of it I mean it was tough uh all around to watch now I disagree with the Wilson take here uh he sucks and he threw one one touchdown pass you said it yourself I don't know if he's quarterback one well guess what he is right now (laughs) <laughs> and, and that, for me, has got me a little bit concerned 
now, I did see some rumors that Colin Kaepernick reached out to the Jets. They go uh, went ahead and gave him uh, the, the Heisman uh, stiff arm there. We're all set. But there are some viable candidates out there. And although they're saying right now this is Zach Wilson's team, and I'm sure it is because you're not going to bring a new quarterback in for week two. Yep. When they get spanked, I think that we will start uh, start that search. Uh, the Jets will start that search. Now, with that being said, I've got three do not bet teams of week two. And we just talked about two of them in the mm -hmm. Giants and the Jets. Although I did say I think we'll see a resurgence from the Giants until I see it multiple weeks in a row. They are toxic waste. Do not touch, as are the Jets, until Wilson can prove himself. And as are a team that we talked about in uh, in week one, Carolina Panthers did not look good. No, they did not. They did not look good at all. Uh, and they've got a real tough test this week. And they're going on my do not bet list. So if you're tracking the Betsy's pod here and you want to rock with me on teams not to put literally any money on, it is the Giants, it is the Jets, and it is the Panthers. Ashley, thoughts on the Panthers after week one? You know, I had high hopes for the Panthers. I think Bryce you Young did. will get it together in time, but I'm not disagreeing with you on this one. They did not look good. Um, it, it was not a good game, and I, I, I'm going to have to agree with you. I do think they'll get it together in time. I still think they've got a chance to take the NFC South, but right now they're not looking too hot. So do not touch list. I'm with you on it. Yeah, they're not looking too hot. Um, and you may not have, neither neither were your bets, to be fair. Uh, and you may not have hit any, but you did have a hot take that is worth kind of revisiting here. And that was the Bills' worst year in three seasons. Yep. So we saw what looked like a shell of himself. Oh, my uh, God. Just it, abysmal. It was, it was just brutal for the Bills in general, but Josh Allen was terrible. Uh, well, this was, yeah, yeah. This was a critical game for the Bills because another thing that I'm looking at is the relationship repair between Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. And Josh mm. Allen went on record, went on some interviews saying, whatever it is that we had going on in the offseason, we squashed it. And I'm looking at Allen during that game, but I'm looking at Stephon Diggs too, and he was pissed pissed mm. he had a couple good catches but i think it went 10 10 for 107 um, yeah so he had yeah. a game don't get me he wrong had a he, game. Had a game. he had a game but he had a game that he essentially had to carry on his shoulders with the qb that should not be throwing four interceptions Three in to one the, player. the home opener against an aaron Rodgers list jets team I mean, yeah. to get beat by Zach Wilson in week one. With a good. lead. With a lead, mind you. With a lead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just seemed and, really... And now he's, uh, he's um, what was the stat? He's uh, never won in overtime. 0-5 yeah. in overtime. Correct. He's never won in overtime. So I, I'm doubling down on the fact that I do not think... I think up until this point, there were a couple of uh, factors that led to the Bills performance i just don't think he has what it takes to take the bills to a super bowl yeah i i i absolutely agree there um for me this was more about coaching right so like yeah if if you see your quarterback struggling if you know that aaron Rodgers is out of the game 
you're likely going to, if, if you just do not compound mistakes, you win this game. So yeah. at what point do you just run the football, throw it underneath and tell Josh Allen, do not uncork a 55 yard ball into double coverage. This is not yeah. the time it's week one. We're not on yeah. the same page that we don't have, you know, a rhythm working offensively. Why are we going to try to take the top off the defense right now? It is unnecessary. And you've got a lead. So you've got a yep. lead. You've got an Aaron Rodgers Jets team that's demoralized. Um, mm-hmm. And you're still taking big shots down the field that are that are very likely going to result in turnovers. And they did. Yep. It just was an absolute meltdown in every phase of the game. And I don't know. I don't want to panic first here, but the Bills are in trouble. And the, a- the rest of the AFC East looks solid. I mean, Jets didn't look bad, right? They looked strong defensively. We saw a Miami team come from behind and blow people out. And then we're looking also at um, uh, losing my train of thought here. We're we're looking at also at a a New England Patriots team that went down 16-0 and then we're right in the game towards the last possession against the defending NFC champions. So if the Bills don't figure it out and figure it out very quickly, they're going to be the outside looking into the playoff picture when we revisit this topic in a couple months. Let's talk about Miami for a second. Miami was right on the heels of the Bills last year. I put them in to take the AFC East this year. Tua had a hell of a game. They're already talking about Tyree Kill being the first offensive MVP. That was insanity. That game was craziness and especially against the chargers which is a really strong team to have those kinds of numbers and to put that up if the bills can't get it together and this sets the tone for what their offense is going to look like for the rest of the season i don't even know that they're making it to the playoffs at this rate that might be an overreaction but you know we'll we'll see how it pans out interesting stat tua threw for something around 320 yards in man coverage the next closest quarterback was under 200 yards so if yep. you're going to throw for 320 in man, you're going to be real tough to beat. Because if you put Tyree Kill and Waddle in a zone, they're going to find the holes and they're going to run forever. So yep. what is the answer to that Dolphins offense is a really good question. And as a hometown Pats boy, we're going to have to figure it out this week because that game could get ugly really, really quickly. Um, well, but- and you're going to have Jalen Ramsey returning to the yes. Miami team any Correct. week now. So correct. Um, enough about teams that sucked. How about (laughs) my Raiders, baby? Because that was a game that I absolutely pounded over and over and over again in the live line. Just Raiders money line, Raiders money line, Raiders money line. Do not sleep on my goddamn Raiders. Okay. Do not sleep on my Raiders. I know it was Russell Wilson. I know it was the Broncos. I know it was Sean Payton's first game back in a while. But I also know that Jimmy G is that guy. He is a game manager. And this is something the Raiders did not have in Derek Carr, who also played well and, uh, and, and brought the Saints to, to a victory there. But I can really trust that Jimmy G is going to take care of the ball down the stretch. And a Josh McDaniels offense with Devontae Adams, if Jimmy G can do that, if he can keep the ball out of trouble, Josh Jacobs – you know, running in between the tackles. That is a dangerous team down the line. One of my first imprints from last week was the over six and a half uh, wins for the Raiders. Absolutely incredible situation for me right now. Got one on week one. 
five more to go, well, six more to go, uh, and cash that ticket. Going into this week, the bills that we just talked about in getting nine and a half points. We're going to get to that later, but that's one of my all-time favorite lines. Uh, give me the Raiders in every available option. But again, we will go over that later. Let's get back to the Broncos now. I'm seeing this game as a must win. I think if you go down 0-2 with Russell Wilson and with Sean Payton as the new coach and those Denver fans start to feel what happened last year coming back and happening again, that stadium is going to get real ugly really, really fast. This is a situation that I am extremely concerned about for the Broncos. But with that said, and I don't want to give away too much early here, I'm fucking pounding the Broncos money line. I think Russell Wilson gets it done this week in an absolute must win. I think that him and Sean Payton have a come to Jesus moment. That's what you want to call it. And you will see this again in my best bet segment. Not to get too far ahead of myself. That's one of my all-time favorites uh, this this week. All-time favorites. That's one of my favorites this week is Broncos money line uh, because of what I saw against the Raiders team. That Raiders team is solid, and for them to take a heartbreaking loss, I think it kicks them in the ass. I think it jumpstarts that team. Love the Broncos this week. Um, one team I don't love is the Bengals, and you've got some things to say about them now, don't you? Yeah, I mean, listen, I am underwhelmed with Joe Burrow's performance. That was hard to watch. Not only that, I was really excited for that game. I wanted to see the Bengals come out strong. I've got them winning the Super Bowl this year. That was not a not just for Joe Burrow. That wasn't a good game, really, for anyone on the Bengals. However, I sat there watching that game and thought, where have I seen this before? And that was week one of last year. I'm not concerned about the Bengals. They had a slow start last year. They almost made it to the Super Bowl. Uh, that game against the Chiefs was a shootout. That was as close as close can get. And I think that Joe Burrow is someone that has proved time and time again that he comes back from shitting the bed. I think he knows how to pull it together. Can change. His I don't shoes. know that I. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know that I feel that way about Russell Wilson, but I have faith in the Bengals taking it further down the line. I think they'll get it together. They might have another week or two of a slow start, but I think as the season progresses, we're going to see Joe get his groove back and he better as the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. So you do not think the Bengals have returned to the bungles. (laughs) I'm not concerned about, I'm not concerned about their season performance just yet. I don't know that this week is going to be a turnaround week for them. Um, also how embarrassing to lose to the Browns like that too. Tough. Well, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson didn't look great, but that is, I mean, I said early in that game, I said, they better not get behind too fast because that Browns team is built to kill clock. And if you go down against them in bad weather, uh, and you have, you're forced to throw the ball that, I mean, it was a true recipe. Uh, Like you said, slow start for the Bengals, notoriously bad weather, uh, it just, everything kind of added up against them. Uh, that was one of those games I kept thinking to myself, okay, this is the drive. This is the drive. This is the drive. And they just yeah. could not inch their way, uh, back into that thing. So, um, I get it. I'm also not out on the Bengals by any stretch. AFC is wide open. Uh, yeah. obviously the NFC is wide open. It's been one week, but one division 
that did look impressive. And again, you did call this. So although you were over on bets, you had some hot takes. Let's talk about the NFC South. Let's, yeah, let's get into it. I am pleasantly surprised by the Buccaneers as a Buccaneer fan, not just because they won the game, because we all know with Baker Mayfield, it's going to go one way or another, but they looked decent as a team playing together. Mike Evans had great stats. Uh, I was talking to one of my friends who's, you know, in a fantasy league and she had Mike Evans on the bench intentionally and really Mm. kicked herself in the ass for that one. So um, yeah, NFC South pulled it out this week. Who would have thought we had a saints win. We had a, a, a bucks win and I'm I'm really curious to see where this division goes. I still don't think that the Panthers are out, even though they were the only losing team in the NFC South. Um, the Panthers, I think the Panthers gonna... are terrible. They're the terrible. Absolutely, they're terrible. But I still think that the NFC South is wide open for the taking. Yep, and you want to know who's going to win it? Is my Saints, uh, and so we will uh, we will get to that later on in the show because you know your boy's going back to the well but first we need to recap our bets from last week because collectively they didn't go too well uh i I believe i believe uh that you were over three um and i didn't do much better uh the raiders helped me obviously they're going to be free all year why on earth did I bet on the Pittsburgh Steelers? That was one of those games where you start to watch it and you're like, wait, what the fuck did I do? I just like <laughs> faded Brock Purdy for absolutely no reason with a stacked defense. I had legitimately forgotten Christian McCaffrey was even on the team. They so took did the I. Fi- I think a lot they took the field did. and I was like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. I Honestly, I think I just like saying pick it to pickings. Um <laughs> It's just like something that rolls off the tongue, and I like that. The Steelers looked abysmal. The Steelers Uh, looked horrible. It is hard to bet against Mike Tomlin, I will say that much. But uh, to your point, I personally, the the 49ers playoff game last year was just such an implosion. mm -hmm. I didn't know how Brock Purdy was going to do coming out the gate. I did take the 49ers money line in one of my bets, which I ultimately lost. But – Another quarterback that had an insanely impressive game um, alongside Tua. I think Purdy and uh, Tua Purdy were the two quarterbacks that did the best. Yeah, insanity. Yeah. There was he was he had one of the best statistics in that game since Tom Brady. I forget and exactly. How about Ayuk? How about the placement of those balls? How about Ayuk on back shoulder fades? How about a yeah. team where you have to put? you know, at least six in the box because Christian McCaffrey will give you nightmares if you don't. But then you've got Debo Samuel and Ayuk on the outside. I mean, looking at that, the big question was, is Brock Purdy going to be like um, what's a, like a Gardner Minshew, right? Which who has yeah. a great year. Everyone thinks that he's the next, you know, he's the second coming. He's got a mullet. We all like rooting for him. Uh, and then he shits the bed. No, yeah. Brock Purdy is the real deal. They knew yeah. it. We did not know it. There was never a, a, a quarterback controversy there. It was his team from the beginning. He played yeah. like it. He showed it. And you know, again, that just never bet on the Steelers again in a home in a in a in an opener. That was it was about as bad as it gets. Uh, one bet that I did hit Raiders. Obviously, we took that. Got them with three and a half points. They win the game outright. Uh, that was big. And honestly, I'm not mad at my Detroit Lions points over bet. They should have scored more than twenty four. 
Um, That was right there. There just wasn't a ton of offense in that game. Uh, I'm not concerned about that loss. It seemed to me like I still had it dialed. And to be within a field goal there um, in a tight game, that that very likely should have gone over the total. I know it's a stupid thing to say in gambling, but – um, I, I'm fine with that. So I'll go, I'll, I'll start one and two. We're going to bounce back this week. Uh, oh, for three doesn't, doesn't help you much. We're going to need a big, a big hit from you, but to be fair, you were launching long odds. <laughs> you were launching real long odds. That's uh, you only need I to do. hit one that's of those and you're back in the black. Yeah, you know? that's that's what I do. I, I am the embodiment of a girl dinner bet through and through. I go big or I go home, but this week I am dialing it back because we're tracking this shit and I'd like to come out winning at the end. So um yeah, we'll go we'll go through my bets of last week, week one loser. Um should have known better than to bet on Burrow week one. I had a a, a three-way money line parlay and the second the Browns started getting a lead. I just knew I messed this one up. I mean, um, Panthers, Panthers were in there too. So. Panthers were in there too, but they were <laughs> up. They were up at one point for a decent amount. I was literally thinking to myself, I'm like, Jesus Christ, if it's the Bengals that don't, that mm. are the reason this bet doesn't hit, I'm driving to Cincinnati myself and having a talking with Joe Burrow. But Anyways. I think he'd probably take that meeting, to be fair. I think he'd probably take that meeting. <laughs> uh, you know, there there was a lot there that, that you know, we didn't. There was a lot to unpack. Uh, yeah. We didn't hit on, but that can all change, you know. With, it can all with, change. It can all change. Week to week, everything can swing. And yeah. I've actually been inspired by your boldness. Uh, <laughs> because this week, in my tracked bets, I've got a plus 840. I've got a plus 250 and I've got a plus 417. Okay. So we might be doing a little bit of a role reversal here for week two. Well, let's get right into it then. And you tell me your three tracked bets for week two. Okay. So at that point, um, you know, one and one with the, with the Raiders uh, winning, obviously, and then Pittsburgh um, just doing nothing for me. And I don't think that that, I don't think that that Detroit points over bet was a bad bet. Uh, I stand by that bet. I think it was solid. Uh, They were right there and there just wasn't a ton of points scored. You also had some action on that game. Ashley, uh, refresh my memory there. The only thing I know about that bet is that it didn't hit. (laughs) No, it did not hit. Um, Pacheco anytime TD. I mean, look. It's obvious that the Chiefs were hurting without Travis Kelsey and without Chris Jones, who savagely sat in a box seat and watched the game sign mm. a deal a couple of days later. Um, so didn't get that TD, um, didn't get the over, which, you know, as you just mentioned, I I thought the over regardless was going to hit. I'm not mad. I'm not mad with my selection. I'm mad it didn't hit, but definitely missed on that bet. Good for the Lions. Great win for them. Um Kansas City definitely taking action in the following days. Looks like Kelsey's going to be healthy for week two. Yeah. Chris Jones is back. Um, so let, let's get into my third missed bet of the week, which was mm-hmm. the Chargers money line, Eckler anytime TD, Tyreek anytime TD, Chargers points over. This one I, just missed. 
This one you just right missed. There. I was so close, so close. And honestly, Tua had an incredible game. Tyreek had an incredible game. Um, Eckler got me some fantasy points. So I'm, a, I'm 22 okay and a half. Game. I've got yeah. – do we have identical fantasy teams? Because I've got Hurts, Brown, <laughs> and Eckler. And yep, I'm pretty I've, sure you – we yeah. might need to do a fantasy team review one of these days. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, we Hertz might have an identical team. Yeah, Hertz, yeah, Hertz, Hertz did not. Did not but... help us. And, and you're right. The Chargers didn't help you. But that was nope. a game, you know, that's a shootout game where you're looking at that and you're thinking to yourself, you know, team with the ball last wins. Um, I will say this. I will say out of all the games that I was paying attention to the over, this was the only one that went the way that I thought it was going to. And my favorite kind of football um, are shootouts, not necessarily yeah. when the defense is playing like trash, but it was an exciting game to watch. It was a lot of fun. It was a great week one game, whereas others were very slow. Um, right. So am I, am I happy about losing money? No, but we move on. So right at that point was when I started ordering uh, Irish car bombs <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if the listeners are familiar with that, but it's a pint of Guinness with uh, a Jameson shot topped with Bailey's dropped in. And uh, I was watching with a Dolphins fan. He was doing the the penguin waddle waddle dance. Uh, it, it was it was electric. So I agree that was the that was the most fun game uh, of the week. Well, enough about the losing bets. Let's talk about our winning bets. Okay, but before we do that. It is time for everybody's favorite segment. You know what time it is. It's first in Pren, baby. Let's go! We're back. It's first in Pren, right? And uh, it's only natural that we play a little ping pong here, right? Last segment took 25 minutes, so we've shortened it. We're both going to do five, uh, and we're going to throw it back and forth to each other. Pren, you're up first. Blue 42, blue 42, hot, hot, hot route, hot route, send the fade, hike. <laughs> Let's get into it. So uh, last week I mentioned I'm following the Baker cycle this season, and the Bucks did well. My Buccaneers did well. And you know what? He hasn't filmed a new commercial yet, so I'm taking the Bucks money line against the Bears. I don't think – I think Justin Fields will get it together sooner or later, but Bucks are on a hot streak. Baker's looking for endorsements. He's going to keep doing his thing. I need, money line. I need an over-under on what the next endorsement will be. I know Piggly Wigglies are big down in the South. Uh, if I see Baker on a Piggly Wiggly commercial, I'm going to fucking lose it. Bucks <laughs> Super Bowl. Absolute Bucks Super Bowl. Now, somebody else – Right. And, and, and some people would say Baker's having a comeback. Right. Well, somebody else had a big comeback and somebody else is going to be getting all of my money bet on them for the remainder of the season. And that is Brees Hall. The over rushing yards was 33 and a half in that Jets game for Brees Hall coming off a torn ACL. He looked outstanding, ran out of gas a little bit on that 86 yard run, uh, but he covered that total three separate times on three separate runs. The kid was absolutely electric with no Aaron Rodgers. The Jets are going to lean heavily on the rushing attack. I am on Brees Hall over rushing yards from now unto infinity and beyond. Back to prayer. I love it. 
I love it. I'm looking at the Broncos. I know you've got high hopes for uh, this week. I just don't I do. think Russell Wilson has what it takes. And Ooh. with Sean Payton's return, what the fuck was that onside kick to start? I'm taking the Bron- I'm sticking with my Broncos season under for the remainder of the season. But I'm looking at the Broncos and I'm thinking that they're not going to get it done this week. Not betting wow. on the Broncos. Wow, I, I hate to hear that. I really do because they're they're one of my they're they're one of my favorites this week. I just do not see them going back to the Mile High Stadium and taking back to back L's. Honestly, at that point, mailing the season in that division. Um, now, a team that's not mailing in the season that's going to be the Browns because the return of Deshaun Watson was real. I know he didn't look great. I know the stats weren't electric, but I'm telling you right now, he looked good enough for the Browns. Their defense is outstanding. They're crossing people up on the defensive line. Did anybody see that? Anybody see my boy going a two point stance, start dribbling through his legs and then cross up the center for a sack. Like that's electric. That's Browns football. I'm all over the Browns this week. It's Browns money line dog pound. Browns didn't look bad. And I think people are quick to forget that they do have a stacked defense. I mean, miles Mm -hmm. Garrett alone, I don't want that man running towards me anytime soon. So it depends on the setting. I wouldn't mind it in some circumstances. (laughs) Just being honest. That's going to be a a fun one to track. I'm interested to see where that goes. And I think it's going to set the tone for what is going to be the Browns comeback line going into the season. Is it Deshaun Watson? Is it their defense? Are they even going to win? Who knows? But curious to see how that unfolds. Next week, I'm coming in with a Philly Vikings bet. I'm taking Devonta Smith over 100 receiving yards and Philly. Now, while the Bucks did do good this past week, the Vikings did not do great. Also, they didn't do that good. They didn't, they didn't, the, the Bucks won, but it was a close game and it was a low scoring game, all things considered. The Vikings should have loan them out and I don't think they're gonna bounce back in one week especially against a team as strong as Philly even though they almost lost it to the Pats last week but Pats also a good team so I'm taking Devonta Smith over 100 receiving yards and Philly to win versus the Vikings for plus 334. Well you want to know what we can't stop talking about these goddamn bucks because my next first in Pren okay it's fourth down it's fourth and eight it's three minutes left in the clock I'm on the opposing team's 18-yard line. They just smacked a punt. I need a play to hit. I have to have a play to hit. This is my favorite bet of the week. Bears, Bucks, under 47.5 in a teaser. Bears looked awful. Bucks didn't look great. Their defense looked excellent. This one is an absolute no-brainer for me. Put it in all your teasers. Put it in every bet you've ever placed. Put it honestly, throw the mortgage on it in the teaser. Bears, Bucks, under 47 and a half points. You heard it here first. I just threw a 30-yard dot. First down, momentum, moving on, game-winning drive. Bears, Bucks, under 47 and a half. Let's go. I like it. I like it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep my eye on that one. Maybe I'll jump in on that one too. Mm-hmm. Can't stop talking about the Buccaneers. Uh, for my... Fourth pick of the week, I'm going with my big bet, plus 850. 
There she is. There it is. <laughs> I had to sneak is. one in there. I had to sneak Welcome one home. <laughs> Welcome back. There she is. I am going money line for the Chargers, for Indianapolis, for Green Bay, and I'm taking Detroit to cover the spread. I think I think that this could be a potential no-brainer if Detroit is able to keep it together, if Indianapolis is able to keep it together. But I will say I was impressed with the quarterback, all things considered, with Indianapolis. I had zero faith for that team. So Yeah, Anthony Richardson looked good, and he, yeah. he proved that he can be a threat. My concern for him is that shot that he took towards the end of the game. Yeah. Um, I don't know, because of what we saw happen with Tua, I know he came back into the game, but that's going to be something that they're eyeing really carefully. And although we haven't seen or I haven't seen or heard anything about it yet, I'm wondering if he takes one hard shot in that game, if he's in the tent and they're saying you're not going anymore. Um, so that that would be my only concern there. But the rest of them I really like. And I will just give everybody a, a brief moment um, of panic here that's betting on Detroit. They are the cardiac kids. So uh, Detroit against the spread, risky business. But have they turned the corner? That's the real question in this plus yep. Yep, and that's why I took the spread rather than a Detroit money line. That's right. Well, we all love Detroit, and we all love Jamal Williams, who was on Detroit last year, but has moved his way over to my Saints. And you want to know what? The Saints are going to come marching right back in because Carolina is in big time trouble. They're on my do not bet list, which means they are on my do fade list, which means I'm taking Saints money line again. Carolina, you stink. The Saints are good. Derek Carr doesn't suck. I haven't changed my fantasy team name to Derek Carr sucks yet. So they're still in the game. He started looking like himself towards the end of that game. Uh, you know, the the little dialogue between him and the coaching staff on the sideline, then then dialing up a play that he wanted to run to ice the game. All of these things are really good signs. Uh, his mascara wasn't running, so everything <laughs> looked good. Uh, and, and it gives me a lot of confidence in the Saints this week. I love the Saints money line. Let's take it, let's take it north and let's take it to the AFC for my last pick, which is with the Ravens. OBJ had a really good catch this game. I am devastated for Dobbins. They just don't know how to keep a team healthy, it seems. Um, I'm sticking with the season under with the Ravens, but I do think that they're in for a win this week. Let's see if they can continue to build up on that momentum. Um, I'm taking the Ravens. Okay, we don't mind the Ravens. Um, But you know I had to end first in prep. With my Oakland Raiders. And that's right. You can get the Oakland Raiders at plus 15 and a half in your teasers. All right. I know I've talked about teasers a little bit here, uh, especially with the Bears Bucks under 47 and a half. You can throw that in a two teamer with the Raiders. It seems like it's free. The Raiders at the Bills, 15 and a half. Bills didn't look great. Everyone's expecting a comeback. Uh, Everyone thinks that the Broncos are bad, that the Raiders should not have won that game. We're seeing line inflation here for all of those reasons. The Raiders may not win the game, but they're not losing by three scores. Raiders plus 15 and a half should be free. And one more thing while I'm on the topic of teasers here, 
This is uh, an addition to First and Pren. This is going to be your betting tidbit of the week from your boy. Never tease through zero. If you notice all my teasers, they're either on point totals or they're on an underdog moving up or a favorite moving down below zero. There are key numbers and teasers that you want to avoid going through. Zero is the number one. Why is that, Devin? Well, that's because NFL games are not designed to end in a tie. So if you tease a team through zero, you're losing a full point of that teaser. You're paying for the point, but you're not getting it because anything between plus half a point and minus half a point is wasted. Game's not going to end in a tie. Don't waste your money. Don't tease through zero. Take these two picks, tease them up, and let's fucking go. I like it. I like it a lot. And you know what, ladies? That is a hot take to take back to your significant other if you want to impress Mm. them. Hit them with that teaser line. Let them know what's up. Yep. Babe, why'd you tease through zero? Are you an idiot? (laughs) Dumbass. That that could get you dumped or or roses. I don't know, actually. I don't know which one. Uh, it'll it'll going. it'll it'll show what kind of guy. Maybe you want the guy that's gonna dump you if you call him out for for placing a stupid bet. So yeah, it's and it seems like the dating advice from Pren. That's yeah, that's mine for the week. There it is. We've got a whole <laughs> segment on that coming up. Um, here's the thing though about that as well. It's so tempting to think to yourself to see like a three point line, like a three point favorite, and think, oh, I can tease it through zero and I can, and they can still lose by a field goal and I'll push. Yeah. Yeah. Don't fucking do that. It's stupid. It is designed to fuck you. And a lot of people get fucked by teasing through zero. So don't do it. But enough about our losing bets. It's time for us to talk about our winning bets because those are what's coming up in week two's best bets, baby. Let's go. We've reversed roles here because neither one of our kind of personas from last week worked out too well. I went conservative, you went over the top, and we went uh, one for six collectively. Well, you want to know what? It's time to turn the tides. And I'm going to start this thing off with a money line parlay that's plus 840. Track the bet, cash the ticket now. This is hitting. I want the Packers. I want the Saints. I want the Chargers in a bounce back. I want the Cowboys in a blowout. And I want the Broncos at home for Sean Payton's first win as a Denver Bronco. Again, to recap, that is Packers, Saints, Chargers, Cowboys, Broncos. Money line parlay plus 840. (whistles) Pren, what do you got for your first bet? I'm keeping it conservative. I'm dialing it back this week. I'm going against my usual methods. I'm taking, as I mentioned earlier, butts, but butts. The butts. The butts. <laughs> They'll be the, the butts. butts. They'll be the butts if they lose and they lose this bet for me. And then and then we know where Baker's not getting his endorsement. But I'm taking the Bucks money line versus the Browns. Um, I really hope they pull it out. That's my that's my first track back, first tracked bet of the week. I'm hoping to get my first W this week. So we'll see how we go. I got to be honest with you. Calling them Baker Mayfield in the bots is not. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not a good start. So hopefully, no. 
Hopefully that's the low point of that bet. Uh, I'm going to bounce. In the butts. Yeah, Baker Mayfield in the butts. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce right back down in South Beach too. I'm gonna hit you guys with a six point teaser. We've talked about two of these already. I'm gonna throw two more in that I also think are free. I know that you're also on the Ravens, so you're gonna like this. It's Raiders plus fifteen and a half. It's Ravens plus nine and a half. Bears Bucks under forty seven and a half, and the Cowboys minus three. Easy peasy. Plus 250, six point teaser. Raiders, Ravens, Cowboys, Bears, Bucks under. It's not hard. Don't overthink it. The lines are inflated. We're going to move them down. We're going to thread some needles and we're going to be watching football in cracking cold cans while this teaser cashes. Prem, what's your two? All right, guys, taking it to my second pick for the week. I'm staying conservative. I'm going Miami Moneyline versus the Pats, minus 140. Something that could be interesting if we're watching the the lines this week is to take the under for this game, put that into this parlay, because there are two very strong defenses against each other, and I think it's going to be rare that Tua has a back-to-back breakout all-star week. Um, Who knows? Mm -hmm. Who knows? Maybe that's yeah. one that, that that all that all fills her in as the week goes on. But I'm I'm taking I'm taking Miami. Um, I like this bet. I think it's easy money. So Miami money line minus one forty. Easy money. Track the bet. This one's probably not going to be such easy money, but I really like it anyways. I'm calling it the three day parlay. I've got a thing for rhymes, and I've got a thing for stretching out my action. Okay, um, as does Baker Mayfield in the butts. Uh, so this is going to be the three-day parlay. It's plus 417. We're taking the Eagles and the Vikings under 48 and a half on the Thursday night game. I am absolutely learning from my mistakes of last year. Okay, listen to me. Thursday night games go under. I kept pounding the over last year. It kept not happening. We saw it happen in the opener this year. For some reason, short rest. Offenses just don't fire like they normally would. Eagles, Vikings, under 48 and a half. Broncos, money line. I'm back to the Broncos. And Browns, money line. Pittsburgh sucks. All right? You're going to take that. You're going to throw it all in a beef stew, and it's going to come out 417. All right? Eagles, Vikings, under 48 and a half. Browns, money line. Broncos, money line. Plus 417. Cash the ticket. Pren, what's your three? I love it. I'm going back to Kansas City. Kansas City for my third bet. I'm taking Kansas City money line. They've got Chris Jones back. They're going to have Kelsey back. I'm confident in that. I think they need this more of a moral win than anything else because we know that the Chiefs are probably going to be just fine. So I'm taking the Chiefs money line. I'm also taking the Jags under for a plus 214 parlay. There it is. And that's going to conclude our tracked bets for week two. So make sure that you're right here for our week three show where we will tell you how much money you've won. Uh, Moving on to everyone's favorite segment. It is time that we bring all the people that don't want to watch football, a few things to say to the person that likes watching football that they want to impress. And we're going to do that right now with our week two cheat sheet. Ha, ha, ha. 
I was in my zone. Uh, call it the cheat sheet. Call it the cliff notes. Call it whatever you want to call it. This is going to get you a date. I'm hopping right into it. Simple, topical, okay? Let's people know you're engaged in what's going on. Here's all you got to say. I guess the Jets are the Jets again. You don't need to understand what it says. You don't need to get it at all. All you need to do is throw that thing on your little keypad and hit send. I guess the Jets are the Jets again. Dot, dot, dot. Let him fill in the blanks, okay? (laughs) That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. And talking about letting people do certain things, you've got a great one right underneath this. So fire away. Let him bake. Let Baker Mayfield (laughs) bake. It is a fun play off let him cook. Let Russ cook, which Russ isn't doing cooking if it's going my way anytime soon. Mm -hmm. I love this. I love this one liner. Again, you're engaged, keeps up with pop culture. It's witty. It's funny. Um, and if the Bucks are losing, it's even funnier because Baker Mayfield is notorious for fumbling the bag. So correct. And that one, that one might pair well with a gift too. Uh, (laughs) so think about throwing a Baker Mayfield gif in there. Uh, I'm going to go into one that's going to have whoever this person in your life is thinking that you're a literal comedian. Okay. And again, this is very topical. Um, so you can just, this is probably better in person, but again, a text message wouldn't hurt or like an opening line on Tinder wouldn't hurt. Uh, it's simple. It goes just like this. Since when does Andy Dick play quarterback for the Jags? Uh, (laughs) it's, it's outstanding. It's outstanding. The resemblance is uncanny. Uh, it, it lets them know that a, you watch football, but B, you also know who Andy Dick is. Um, (laughs) it it could show your age a little bit, but if someone fires that off to a guy in their early to mid thirties, you're getting a second date. Since when does Andy Dick play? If he doesn't know who Andy Dick is, he's too young for you. Or he is Andy Dick. Or he is Andy Dick. You get also be careful. You're not dating Andy Dick. Uh, (laughs) You've got another one here that's got me all fucking fired up. What do we got here, Preg? Yeah, this one might sting a little bit, but it's true. The Ravens really know how to keep a starting lineup healthy. Got it. So close, so close year over year. And what happens? One of their top running backs out for the season. And whoever you're talking to, if they're into football, they're going to know what this means. So again, you're dialed in, you're paying attention, you're paying attention to that injury report and nothing gets someone going like hearing breaking news for the first mm. time from someone else. Not that this is breaking news, but you're dialed in, you're paying attention. Yeah. They and just in can't the, keep them healthy. And in that circumstance, they may say, well, what do you mean? And then you just either literally turn around and run away or be like, what do you mean? You don't know what I mean. Like, yeah, flip it back on them. Gaslight the shit out of them. No one cares. Yeah, yeah. Simply hit them with, have you not been paying attention for the last three seasons? And then you're going to make them feel really And then they feel dumb. (laughs) And, you know, that's how you can really flip things around, too. Um, I've got just an absolute fucking no brainer. And they're going to be like, oh, my God, what were you watching the Betsy's podcast? Um, I'm hammering all caps the Saints money line. That's it. Okay. It's, it's an excellent bet. You should bet it. They should bet it. Doesn't matter if you're not betting it literally doesn't matter. Just say I'm hammering the saints money line, which leads us into honestly the best one. Uh, This, this is the best one. 
This is the best one. <laughs> this is the best one I'm seeing just now for the first time. Friend, take it away. This is my favorite one, and I'll tell you why. It's because it it goes over two sports. We're touching the NFL and we're touching the NBA. So you're really going to seem like a knowledgeable, witty, and funny girly if you hit him with this one. And it's what does Aaron Rodgers' injury mean for LeBron's legacy? The reason being <laughs> the reason being is that no matter what happens in the in the NBA, and I know we're switching gears a little bit here, but people seem to always bring it back to LeBron James. And ladies, I know you know who LeBron is. We all know who LeBron is. He's one of the best basketball players of all time. It, it could be a team that doesn't have anything to do with the Lakers or whoever LeBron is playing for, you know, over the years. If something happens, it's impacting LeBron. People love to hate on LeBron. So let's not take it. Let, let's take it a step further and just rope Aaron Rodgers into that because we've got a lot of talk about his injury, whether it's going to be the last time he ever played football ever. If, if, you know, the jets are ultimately cursed forever, which mm-hmm. they use. But let's tie it all together with a bow on top. What does Aaron Rodgers' injury mean for LeBron's legacy? And yeah. and whoever you send this to is going to be on the floor. Yeah. On the floor. Yeah. It's electric. It's the best one. It's the best one to date. Uh, it's the best <laughs> one of the first two weeks. And it actually has inspired me uh, to take this segment in a different direction. So we, we will get to that. Now, one area that we succeeded tremendously in was the live alert. And we're going to get to that right now. Bang, we're back and the live alert crushed, okay? If you tailed the live alert, if you even know what it is, then you made money. This is what it is for those of you that don't know. Every week I circle games on the schedule and i say to myself this may end at the line but at some point in this game it is going to get very far away from that line and that is exactly what happened with the detroit lions who i peppered at plus nine uh you have to be engaged you have to have a charged phone or your laptop or you know whatever it is that you use to bet with but this is a strategy that requires extreme focus so you can't get too hammered i have been known to do that but i have literal live alerts on my phone that i'm constantly checking as i'm watching red zone as the games are changing as i'm seeing what's shifting and where it's going And as soon as one of them gets in my target zone, uh, like the Lions plus nine, I fucking pepper it. And of course, not only do the Lions come back to win the game, but you cash all your tickets because you got them at plus nine. Now that that happened this week as well as the Dolphins plus nine, because with nine minutes left in the third, the Dolphins actually crept all the way up to plus ten and a half. I pounded them at plus nine before that happened, but they were down a score without the ball. And that's how volatile these lines can be. They can shift in a matter of minutes. And if you are paying attention and if you're dialed in and if you have listened to the Betsy's podcast, you will make money on the live alert because I have some absolute hitters for you this week. And I couldn't be more excited about this first one. We've been talking about the Ravens a lot. The Ravens will go down. Mark my words, they will go down. 
that line will surge. But just like I like them in the teaser at nine and a half, again, I'm sticking to that key number of nine for several different reasons. The math and gambling works out where plus nine is a great number if you can get it live. Ravens plus nine on the live alert. Write it down. Watch the game. If they get two plus nine, make the bet and count your money. It's not that fucking hard. You got one for us, Prim? So I'm, I'm taking I'm taking a strategy for the live alerts because I absolutely just abysmal last week. My live alert was to hammer the Giants money line if they yeah, started to pick was. it up. They didn't even score. Not a field goal. Nothing. So I'm switching my strategy a little bit for live alerts this week. I'm actually going to hedge my own bets if I'm watching the game and I see the momentum yep. shift. That yep. being said, I know I've talked about the Bucks a lot this week, but if Justin feels, because I do have faith in him as a quarterback for the season, if he is picking it up, I'm hedging my Bucks bet and I'm taking plus three and a half, um, hedging it against the Bucks, paying attention to that game. I'll be watching it anyways. Why not throw a live alert on there? Yeah, that's the thing is like in gambling, there's a lot of room where you can make the numbers work for you. And hedging, mm -hmm. we have never gone over really. We should do a segment on that maybe next week. But yep. if you have a team on the money line and you can take a team plus points, you're giving yourself an opportunity to thread the needle. Now, that does require a fair amount of mental math, but there are situations where you can guarantee a victory. And that's exactly what Pren is trying to do on the live alert. I'm going back uh, to the well here with a game that I really like because I don't think the Chiefs start off too hot. Kelsey is back fine, but I think it's going to take a couple minutes for Stella to get her groove back here. I see Patrick Mahomes having a great game, but I don't think it happens right away. If I can get the Chiefs at plus three and a half, I am pounding that line they may not win the game but they will not lose by more than a field goal chiefs plus three and a half will be free if you can get it there i agree with you i, I think it's going to be a little bit of a slow start a little bit of a ramp up i think once kelsey catches that first td pass they're gonna go running off with it but i like this i'm gonna keep my eye on that one too for my second live alert i'm watching i know what i'm about to say the cardinals reason being is that Washington was supposed to be a blowout last week. I mean, we are looking at the worst team in the NFL when it comes to the Cardinals. And there were moments in that game that it was very touch and go where Washington was down. Everyone was looking at the Cardinals thinking, well, could they potentially win this game? So again, I'm paying attention. I've got my live alerts on. And if they're heating up, I'm taking the Cardinals money line at five and a half. Yep. Well, so this is interesting because we actually share a live alert unbeknownst to the both of us. I didn't uh, realize that either. I'm seeing it now for the first time. You want to try to say it in unison? <laughs> Let's see if we can harmonize this one. Uh, we'll go on three and we'll, we'll, we'll just say the team and then the style of bet, which will be money line. Okay, you ready? Three, two, one. Broncos, Broncos money line. Money line. So we're gonna have to work on our timing there, but you guys got the idea. It was more of a what do they call those rounds? Like when you sing the song and someone starts. It was more of that, but we 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 can dial that in. It's Broncos money line. If the Broncos go down in this game, and they will, I'm so confident in that. 
They will go down, but they will win the game. This is when Sean Payton is going to get to dial up a couple plays at mile high where people can kick 65-yard field goals in their sleep, and they will win this game. If you can get the Broncos at plus money, and you will be able to, pound the line. It could get as high as plus 160, plus 170. That is a gift from God himself. Take the Broncos money line if you can get them at plus money and thank me later. Those are your week two live alerts. Hope you wrote them down. If you didn't, you're a loser. (laughs) (laughs) Moving right into girl dinner. God, we were right there. Both so of us. Close. So Both close. of us oh. were right there. It was the over in, uh, in the Thursday night game that got me. So I was out of contention right away, but all the other ones hit. And I believe you also missed by just a single uh, situation here. So um, yeah. that was not exactly how we wanted it to be. Uh, yeah, my four-way six-point teaser was uh, Steelers eight and a half, who fucking sucked. Uh, oh, yeah, I had gotten this wrong. It wasn't the over. It was the Steelers. Dolphins plus nine was free. Raiders was free. Lions was free. And the Steelers plus eight and a half, and they lose by 20-something. So the Steelers <laughs> fucked me. They Honestly, I'm going to amend my do not bet on team, and it, I'm putting the Steelers in there because they, they're dead to me. They ruined my girl dinner bet. Uh, you also almost had it. Let's check. I was uh, so close. Yeah, let's check so the close. recap on your on your girl dinner bet. But the one you have this week, I really really like. So, um, yeah, last week, Jets money line hits. James Cook Tutty, Garrett Wilson Tutty. I believe it was James Cook Tutty that had you on the outside looking in. It was. It was James Cook Tutty that had me on the outside looking in. And I wish that I had taken uh, James Cook rushing instead of mm-hmm. any time. But coulda, shoulda, woulda. We don't, we don't like to think that way when we bet. This week, though, I'm really liking my girl dinner bet. It's a Thursday night bet. We love to see it. I'm taking Eagles money line. Justin Jefferson, anytime TD, who was visibly frustrated after that uh, Bucks game this past week. I think he's going to come out swinging. So I'm taking JJ anytime TD AJ Brown, anytime touchdown. And I'm taking the under it's a big line plus 1780, but that's what we do for girls under bets. It doesn't have to make sense. You just have to like it. And I like it. So I love this bet. Jefferson gets in for sure. AJ Brown's going to, going to crack the glass ceiling of uh, touchdowns this this week and he's gonna put one maybe two in and i'm already on the under so yeah. i will be tailing this 1780 that's an absolute gift i'm a yeah. little bit more conservative here but we are all again we're both on the under in this eagles vikings game thursday night unders are free at 48 and a half and i'm also gonna be taking the bears game under because the bears and the bucks together will not score points that's just what it is it's just uh, that it's 41 and a half bears bucks under and i've also got the eagles vikings under 48 and a half as i've mentioned it's going to be plus 264 that's a good value for your girl dinner the cabinets are bare 
Okay. There's not much food there, just like there won't be much points scored. So take this and pretend you're on a diet. All right. Because uh, points are going to be at a premium. And so are tasty things to eat in girl dinner world. So that's my that's my girl dinner play right there. It's plus two sixty four Eagles, Vikings, uh, Bears, Bucks, both unders. Those are our track bets for week two. Now, just to run this back, so so everybody can uh, kind of watch this show and know that we care about transparency. All right. Last week, I was in the positive. All things considered, including live alert, eleven and a half units for a grand total of one thousand. $150. If you tailed all my bets in the same unit size that I placed them, which is impossible to do because I did some of them live, but follow me on Twitter. I'm always tweeting. You would have won $1,150. Now, Pren, a little easier math here for you. It was an 0 for 5 win start. <laughs> You are. I just need one. I just need one. <laughs> you're currently down 500, but there's a lot of time left in the season. It is only week two, everybody. Uh, that's where we're at right now with our season ledgers. I'm Devin Walker. I'm Ashley Bren. And you all are wonderful. We'll see you next week. Uh, Mikey, let me run that one more time because I forgot to say uh, this is the Betsy's podcast. Cool. Let's do it. Got it. Okay. Those are our tracked bets for week two. So before we get you all out of here and uh, onto your gambling sites to place all these bets, let's recap what happened last week. If you bet all my bets, okay, in the increments, in the unit size, that I use, which is $100, you would have won $1,150 and you would be up 11 and a half units. Now, Pren, your math is a little simpler. Uh, <laughs> 0 for 5, we're not judging you. It only takes one. It only takes a spark. It only takes one. Only takes one. It only takes a spark, but currently you're sitting at minus $500 down five units. Uh, none of that matters, okay? Because we're looking towards the future and we are here for you each and every week. This has been your week two show. I'm Devin Walker. I'm Ashley Brand. This has been the Betsy's podcast, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>